Glory to Jesus Christ, Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish presents Light of the East, a program revealing how the Eastern Catholic Churches have nourished the Roman Catholic Churches and today's world in profound ways through their history, traditions, mysteries, and spirituality. Hello, I am Father Thomas J. Loya, pastor of Annunciation of the Mother of God Byzantine Catholic Church in Homer Glen, Illinois, and this is the story of the Eastern Churches, an inspiring story of faith courage, intrigue, mystery, spirituality, dissension, and reconciliation. But most of all, this is an expression of a great experience of faith through our unique divine liturgy. Join with me now as we look toward the light of the East. Light of the East is also supported by the iconography of Father Thomas J. Loya. Father Loya's iconography for your prayer and home devotion may be obtained by going to MorningstarBooksAndGifts.com. That's MorningstarBooksAndGifts.com. Then click on the Art and Decorative link and click on Icons in the drop-down or call 630-629-1720. Morningstar Books and Gifts, 28 West St. Charles Street, Lombard, Illinois. Glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome again to Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Loya. Oftentimes, whenever we present the Eastern churches, we remind you that the Eastern churches, although they are churches, they are venerable ancient rites of the church, they are, in particular in the East, ensconced in a cultural milieu. In other words, sometimes it's almost impossible to really determine where the culture begins and the church begins and ends. In other words, it's very difficult to define those boundaries oftentimes in the East. It's kind of characteristic of a lot of the Eastern lung of the church. Culture, civilization, and the church, the faith, are oftentimes very intertwined, almost indistinguishable. And so here on Light of the East, as we present the Eastern churches, many times we also present the cultural situations because much of the Eastern Catholic churches today, many of them, find themselves at the exact epicenter at some of the largest cultural and global issues of our time. And certainly that is true of the Eastern churches in the Middle East, you know, the place of origin. Once again, we welcome to Light of the East our good friend, Juliana Tamarazzi, who has been very involved in the churches of the East, in particular in relief for the suffering Christians in the Middle Eastern area, especially in particular in Iraq. Juliana, welcome to Light of the East. And those of you who are listening might also recognize Juliana, her voice, and also you'll recognize her visually if you tune in to easternchristianmedia.com. That's easternchristianmedia.com. Juliana is the news desk anchor at easternchristianmedia.com. So she's very much in touch with what is happening in the Eastern churches around the world. But in particular, she's involved in the situation of Eastern Christians in Iraq. Hi, Father Loya. Thank you so much for having me once again. Oh, it's again. always great to have you here. Welcome. And tell us more about your advocacy work. You're always advocating for the these poor persecuted Christians in Iraq. It's something we do not hear about enough in the news. And most recently, there was a most tragic event, the genocide of worshipers, innocent worshipers in a cathedral in, in Iraq. And you've been very much, I know, in touch with that situation. We were together at one of the rallies in Chicago. 
And that rally took place in other cities as well. But there's also another rally that you were a part of, which you're going to get to today as well. But tell us what all that you have been doing recently. Yes, Father Loya, as you know, October 31st, 2010 was a dark day in our history. There are about 68 people that were killed, over 75 that were injured in the cathedral, in the Catholic Syriac Cathedral in Baghdad. And because of that, that truly has become a wake-up call for all of us, not only for us Christians in the West, but also for the Iraqi government as they are feeling the pressure of doing something serious for the Christians of Iraq. Well, I'm glad they're feeling some pressure. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad to be reassured of that. <laughs> Absolutely. And I have to thank you and people like you who are standing by our cause. Those rallies, also known as Black Marches, that happened throughout the world have allowed us or have ignited this passion in our hearts of us Assyrian Christians in America, where on uh, December 4th, there was a rally organized initially by Reverend Mahoney. Reverend Patrick Mahoney is a public figure who who loves helping the Christians in, throughout the world, especially the persecuted ones. And he contacted us. We became in touch with him, and we collaborated, Iraqi Christian Relief Council, along with American Mesopotamian Organization and a few others, joined Reverend Mahoney and went to Lafayette Park across from the White House, and we protested there. You see flowers. Those flowers are a witness to the 68 lives that were lost in Our Lady of Salvation. We are going to take the flowers and leave them as a witness to President Obama and say to the President and the White House, Mr. President, these flowers represent our brothers and sisters, not only who were killed in the October 31st massacre, but our brothers and sisters every day who have to experience this kind of pain. There were approximately a few hundred people there. However, the quality of people that were present from human rights organizations, from uh, political figures, we were truly very honored and very happy to have everyone there. Our message was heard because now on uh, January 20th and the 21st, we are traveling again to D.C. to sit with the lawmakers in Congress and in Senate as well as meeting with other Christian and human rights organizations to discuss what is it that we can do out here in the West to help them. What was the nature of this rally? What did people do at the rally? Was it a peaceful rally? Did they have banners? Did they, were they praying? What, what, what is actually what was happening? Father Loya, it was a beautiful, beautiful demonstration. It was a peaceful demonstration. We had signs there. We had fantastic speakers from young people who organized the Black Marches to people like Ken Timmerman, who is nominated for 2006. Nobel Peace Prize. He's a worldwide journalist and he's an author. The Reverend Mahoney himself spoke and a few others. There was a woman who knelt there for 45 minutes and prayed for the persecuted Christians of Iraq. And the weather was cold, but we stood there and we prayed. And I have to tell you, at the end of the ceremony, at the end of the demonstration, Reverend Mahoney had purchased flowers, 68 of them, to place them in front of the White House. And the young boy who was killed who was named Baby Adam. Mm. All providentially, it was not planned. There were three children in that rally. And there was one who was, I think, eight or nine years old, and his name was Adam. Mm. So he placed the first flower at the mm. White House, um, right in front of the White House, in the honor of those who had fallen in Baghdad. 
So because of all these efforts, on January 21st and the 20th, 20th and the 21st, we are going to Washington, D.C. We are meeting with the lawmakers. We are trying to put the pressure on the American government mm-hmm. to really see the importance and the criticality of this situation. So in turn, they will apply that pressure on the Iraqi government to help us get a province of our own, a state of our own in the federal of Iraq. That would be for for whom? Who would this for be? For all the indigenous people of Iraq, mainly Christians, Assyrians and Chaldeans and Syriacs. And there are other minorities or other indigenous people as well, such as uh, Yazidis and Mandaeans. And this would probably be the answer? Yes, it is going to solve many, many problems. We are asking for our own police force. Mm-hmm. We want Christian police protecting the Christians. We want leadership in the police because, as you know, the police force in Iraq right now is really infiltrated with with a lot of uh, corruption. Mm-hmm. And we want our own people protecting our own assets and our people. Is there a particular region of Iraq that you'd like to see this happen? In Nineveh, in the Nineveh Plains. This is where we're from. Our ancestors are there. Our roots are there. And we are really pushing for this to happen very quickly. But we cannot do it without the lawmakers in America putting the pressure on the Iraqi government. For the benefit of our listeners, oftentimes when we hear Iraq, we do not hear it really in its really ancient and really significant context. And that is a very biblical context. Juliana just remembered, just mentioned the city Nineveh, which of course is famous for the prophet Jonah. And the story of Jonah, and also the Tigris-Euphrates River, which runs through through Iraq. It was a place that traditionally is seen as the place where the Garden of Paradise was. So we have a, an immensely, and, and there's many, many other sites there as well, we have an immensely significant biblical area in this region of Iraq, which oftentimes just gets very much underplayed. So this is a very special region, and the Christian presence there is very ancient, and it must be preserved. Now, Juliana, you said that there was something providential in this child whose name was Adam. There's also something providential in the fact that you're going to have your next rally in Washington, D.C., just before the pro-life rally, the pro-life march. Yes, I'm uh, aware of that. It's kind of providential, that because both of them really are, for the, of course, for the theme of life. Absolutely. You know, of sa- saving life, of sparing life, of the dignity of life, of honoring life. And in, in your case, in particular, it's about the lives of, of practicing Christians in Iraq. Father Loya, if I may take a moment for the listeners, this is not going to be a rally. It's going to be a series of meetings okay. with the lawmakers, with human rights organizations, and other churches that we will come together to do something for our brothers and sisters in Iraq. And you've been able to been granted this, these audiences with these lawmakers. We are very blessed. We are very blessed to have this opportunity, yes. We're getting a lot of traction, if you will. A lot of people are, are starting to listen. We have been in Iraq, we have been persecuted since 2003 heavily. Hmm. Although this is not new to us, we've been persecuted every 45 to 50 years. Hmm. But within the last seven or eight years, now people are starting to pay attention. The Pope has sent several messages condemning these acts. Even Muslim organizations are condemning these acts. And now it is time to put the pressure on the Iraq and the American and Iraqi governments. And we're talking about all Christians there. Correct. Not only Catholics, but certainly Catholics, Chaldean Catholics, Assyrian Catholics, Syrian Orthodox, uh, Protestant churches, all Christians is what your organization is about and what your goal is. It's very simple, but, but very profound and very encompassing. It's very simply Christianity in Iraq. All Christians is who you are advocating for. And your website, if people want to know more about you, is... 
iraqichristianrelief.org. That is iraqichristianrelief.org. You can get a wealth of information there. There's a link there that you can go get the latest news. Uh, there are images that you can see. I have to tell you, some images are graphic because this is the reality that our mm-hmm. brothers and sisters live every day in. And there is also a donate button if you choose to support those who have become refugees. Because our organization's first and foremost mission is to provide for money for food, shelter, and medicine through another 501c3 organization, Assyrian Aid Society of Iraq and Assyrian Aid Society of America. Well, when we return, we'll talk more with our special guest, our good friend Juliana Tamarazzi from the Iraqi Christian Relief Council. When we return, I'm Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. Light of the East mission is Christianity's reunion. And to tell the story of the Eastern lung of the Catholic Church, we need your support. In order to keep Light of the East on the air, you can make a donation now by going to byzantinecatholic.com. That's byzantinecatholic.com. Click on the radio button and then donate securely using any major credit card. With your help, we can keep Light of the East's illumination bright. Would you like to hear this Light of the East program again? Welcome to Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Loya. Or hear Father Loya's companion program, A Body of Truth. Just visit the radio page at byzantinecatholic.com. That's byzantinecatholic.com. Or hear it again. Hear it again. Hear it again. again. For the first time. listening to the choirs of Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish under the direction of Timothy Woods in Homer Glen, Illinois. This is the music you hear on Light of the East and is sung during the sacred liturgy at Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish. All we ask is a donation of $15 or more, which includes shipping and handling, to Annunciation Parish for each Theosis CD. Send a check made out to Annunciation Parish at 14610 Wilcook Road, Homer Glen, Illinois, 60491. And may God grant you... You're listening to Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. Can you imagine living a life without love, marriage, intimacy, sex, having children, or friendship? Of course not. I am Father Thomas Loya with a Theology of the Body moment for the Tabor Life Institute. Why do we desire these things so much? It is because God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, is a union and communion of persons who united himself with us in what the Scripture describes as a mystical marriage, a fruitful self-giving. Scripture also says that we are made in God's image and likeness, so we too are called to become a union and communion of persons in fruitful self-giving. This is why we cannot imagine living without marriage, intimacy, sex, having children, and friendship. Pope John Paul II said in his Theology of the Body that these are the very things that make us most like God. To find out more about the Theology of the Body, visit TaborLife.org. TaborLife.org.
Welcome back to Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Lloyd. Our guest is once again our good friend, Juliana Tomarazzi from the Iraqi Christian Relief Council, where she advocates for the persecuted Christians in Iraq. Juliana, what is it that you expect or inviting the listeners to do to help this very, very critical cause? Father Tom, there's so much that your listeners can do. There are so many steps that can be taken. First and foremost is I ask for your prayers. I wholeheartedly believe with the power of prayer, the impossible will be made possible. The second thing is, if you can go to our website, IraqiChristianRelief.org, there is a petition there which states, we as Christians of America demand security and demand protection for the Christians of Iraq. And that will place pressure on Obama administration to help us take this situation seriously and do something for us. By putting your zip code in the field, as soon as you click on that link, immediately the computer knows who your state representative is based on your zip code. And that letter will be emailed directly to your representative. The other thing you can do, aside from petition, if you can write a separate letter, if you know who your state representative is and say, we know that the Christians of Iraq need their own state, need their own region in the federal of Iraq. We do not want to secede from Iraq. We want to live as other Iraqis freely to practice our religion. The region that we want is called Nineveh Plains. So if you can include that in your letter, send it to your representative. The other thing you can do is by going to our website, IraqiChristianRelief.org, you can donate there to help us support with food, shelter, medicine. Again, please pray for this because we do advocacy work. We also do fundraising for these people. But please, without you, without your listeners, Father Tom, none of this is possible. And I have to thank you because your listeners have been so supportive. You have been so supportive. Your program has been so supportive. We're eternally grateful to you. Well, you're welcome. It's the least we can do. And Juliana, your organization is a 5013C? Yes, we are a 501c3 recognized uh, by the IRS. And okay. everyone who makes a donation at the end of the year, we send a thank you letter, which states our tax ID and everything is uh, tax deductible. And you're very transparent. Absolutely. So, uh, it's, it's a very trustworthy organization. Of course, we wouldn't have you on here if it wasn't. We've had you on here for, for uh, some time now, and you're, you've become one of, our, one of our friends here at Light of the East, and we're hoping we can do whatever we can for you. And for these brothers and, our brothers and sisters, these are brothers and sisters in Christ, and particularly our Eastern Christians. And that, of course, is very special to us here at Light of the East. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the program, we have to understand that we cannot talk about the Eastern churches in a, in a vacuum or compartmentalize their experience. Their experience is ensconced and sometimes indiscernible from their history and their cultural experience. That is the way it has been and the way it still is. And that will vary from different Eastern churches in terms of how much their culture is a part of their current situation. But certainly it is so in the Middle East among Assyrian Christians and actually any of the Christians are there right now. Juliana, you mentioned about the Nineveh, the Sea of Nineveh, and your people as Assyrian Christians, and you're referring to them as a very, obviously, a very ancient church, very ancient peoples, the original peoples there. Is the persecution coming from people who have come from the outside? They're, they're, they're different, different kinds of people, or where, where is the persecution coming from? 
The persecution comes from all sides, Father Tom. Mm -hmm. It is inflicted by people who have come in illegally into the country mm -hmm. and they, that have joined Al-Qaeda in Mesopotamia. Mm -hmm. There is an organization called Iraqi State, Islamic Iraqi State or Islamic State of Iraq, rather, Islamic State of Iraq. And they are a part of Al-Qaeda in Mesopotamia. There are some Iraqis that are involved with this, but this is not a comment towards Muslims as a whole. Uh, Muslims together, uh, altogether, they have been condemning in the West these mm -hmm. atrocities. For example, uh, Council for uh, American Islamic Relations has denounced these attacks. Mm -hmm. uh, American, Forum, Islam, American Islamic Forum for Democracy has condemned these acts. However, there are those that have been brainwashed and that mm -hmm. are that believe by killing a Christian, they will go to heaven. Mm -hmm. And this is a very, very scary time for our people. However, we are hopeful with the help of your listeners, the American government and the Iraqi government, we will be able to get our own province where we will be secure and we will prosper there. Well, it's also interesting about this cause, Juliana, is that we hear that a lot of Christians in Iraq are leaving Iraq. Yes. Certainly many of them are even here in the United States. So one of the great capitals in the United States for Iraqi Christians today is the area of Detroit, Michigan, uh, and, and other areas of the United States as well. But that's certainly one of the very populated areas of these faithful Iraqi Christians, but who have fled Iraq. What's interesting about what you're asking is that these people want to stay. Absolutely. There are many who have become refugees who are in Jordan and Syria. Mm -hmm. And there are many of those that are here. But as, if, if there would be a, a, a province for the Iraqi Christians, for the Assyrian Chaldeans and Syriacs there, they would return. That is our land. That is, uh, the, We have been there from for 6,760 years. And by leaving Iraq, that is absolutely not a solution. By leaving Iraq, we will be assimilated into other cultures there are only 4 million of us left. Mm. And the only way we can preserve our heritage is by staying in Iraq. And your Christianity goes all the way back to the time of the apostles. Yes, through St. Thomas. We as uh, Assyrians were the first people as a nation who converted to Christianity. Until today, we speak Aramaic. Father Tom, it is important for me to tell you one more thing, and that is um, you mentioned Nineveh and Jonah from the beginning of this interview. We are going to observe three days and three nights of fasting with our brothers and sisters in Iraq uh, on the 14th, 15th, and 16th of February. God willing, we are planning a trip. About 12 or 14 of us are planning on going to Iraq, Americans and Assyrians alike, to go to an ancient monastery and pray there and fast there for three nights and three days. May God deliver a miracle for our nation. And you're inviting others to join you in this in, in prayer or to travel there or to just fast while they're in, wherever they are? We are asking everybody, all Christians th throughout the world, this is a worldwide movement, to remember 14th, 15th, and 16th of February to pray with us, to fast with us. They don't have to fast from everything, meaning not eat at all or mm -hmm. not drink at all, but giving up their coffee, giving up their computer for a few hours a day. But it is important for them to keep in mind the Christians of Iraq and to pray for everybody's sin, including their own. May God, as he delivered mm -hmm. Nineveh during Jonah's times, he would deliver us once again. And Jonah was a reluctant prophet at one point, and, but yet God did work through him. So anything is possible. Imagine how powerful that would be, Julian, if across the world Christians were together. I mean, it's an incredible, incredibly powerful thing. If we can get all Christians across the world for those three days to fast together and to pray, just have moments of quiet and silence, 
it'd be incredible. So hopefully our little program here is doing its part to make that known. Julia, I want to thank you for being on Light of the East once again and for all of your advocacy you're doing for the Christians of Iraq. And once again, for people want to find out, they go to Iraqi christianrelief.org yes thank you father tom thank you for your listeners your prayers uh, i'm sure they are with us and uh, i'm so grateful to all of you thank you again juliana i'm father thomas lawyer and thank you for listening to light of the east light of the east mission is christianity's reunion and to tell the story of the eastern lung of the catholic church we need your support In order to keep Light of the East on the air, you can make a donation now by going to ByzantineCatholic.com. That's ByzantineCatholic.com. Click on the radio button and then donate securely using any major credit card. With your help, we can keep Light of the East's illumination bright. Would you like to hear this Light of the East program again? Welcome to Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Loya. Or hear Father Loya's companion program, A Body of Truth. Just visit the radio page at byzantinecatholic.com. That's byzantinecatholic.com. Or hear it again. Hear it again. Hear it again. Hear it again. For the first time. Thank you for listening. Next week, we will return to the Light of the East. To find out more about Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish, visit our website, byzantinecatholic.com, where you will also find an archive of all of our programs. In order to continue this program with its mission of Christianity's reunion, we need your support with a donation. Any amount would be a blessing. Please make out a check to Light of the East Radio and send it to Light of the East 14610. Will Cook Road, Homer Glen, Illinois, 60491. That's Light of the East, 14610, Will Cook Road, spelled W-I-L-L-C-O-O-K, Road, Homer Glen, Illinois. From the Light of the East, a new dawn of unity is in sight. God bless you, go with God, and may God bless you and grant you many happy years. <laughs>